Coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California, I am Anne. I'm Katie. <laughs> and I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Happy October. Woo! I'm Best so excited. Month. I'm just excited that September's over. I hate yeah. September. I also hate May and September are never ending months. No. Well, actually, the September went by really quickly for me. I don't know <sighs> yeah. why, but I'm just glad that it's October now. Yeah. 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 Well, it was a vast nothingness like all September's for me. Yeah, pretty much. It's hot and it's you're just excited for it to be not hot in Halloween. And mm-hmm. although it's like 90. 95 degrees today, today yeah. but still. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm happy it's October. I started um, my new tradition of uh, watching scary movie each night. Last night, mm-hmm. um, Mirabella and I started with Frankenweenie. Oh, and, is that fun? Yes. Uh, I guess a little boring, but she enjoyed it. She seemed interested the whole time. Um, which is a it's old Tim Burton two thousand something. Yeah, early two thousands. <laughs> because I remember Alexander was little when we when it was out. Well, isn't it a remake? It's a yeah, which I didn't realize. Thank you, Disney Plus. I did not know it was a remake. Yeah, there's like a live action from like the '60s or something. Yeah, like it's old. a it's like a little. Um, oh, funny. What's the bullseye dog? Like a target a bull dog. terrier. A bull terrier. Yeah. With um with bolts out of its neck. <laughs> Here's a picture. Uh, I'm pulling it up on Disney Plus. Oh wait, it, the cover is better. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so yeah. you could look up the original Frank and Weenie on Disney Plus. I, the live action one. So are your children also participating in this tradition? Well, I, it hit if me yesterday. Like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to also do like a night, you know, a, yeah. an earlier in the night um, family friendly. Um, so then Friday nights are her and my night to just hang out, just the girls. And I thought Pan's Labyrinth would be a fun for me. And then I was like, I don't think it's that bad. Mm-hmm. I can't remember there being anything like there's a terrible villain in it. Right. It's very bad. Yeah. Do not do not put it on do in not. front of your 10 year olds. <laughs> not for children. No. <laughs> it's really beautiful. It's one of my very, very favorite movies. The other thing is Bella, you know, is not a great reader. So the subtitles were really challenging. She's mm-hmm. like, so this is just going to be a picture movie for me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Because I got tired of reading the subtitles out for her. Yeah. And then, but then something really horrible happens not very far in. And I was like, oh my God, pause, pause, Google, pause. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not looking. When is it done? And then we watched something funny and, and I sent we... her to bed. <laughs> uh, but it's going off great. Yeah. So Started far. with a bang. <laughs> Last year I did a Christmas movie every day until December. I found a list of like 20 something Thanksgiving movies. Which I can really? name a couple. Yeah, I was looking. But now I'm like, maybe November 1st, I'm going to watch a Thanksgiving <laughs> Well, so that's, I have that goal as well. Yeah. Because I was having a good time with the Halloween ones. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like Thanksgiving in November almost. Right. You know, it's a lovely time as well. But it's hard to come up with Thanksgiving movies. Yeah. They're Thanksgiving adjacent. Like right. in our current book club selection, 
she mentions a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> so I have it as my first, which it could have been a, a Halloween movie, but I'm saving it now for November. Yep. <laughs> um, so there is the, the selection time I think is over for both of these, but there are the two places that we're willing to um, pay you for watching scary movies. Why? $1,300 for watching 13 scary movies. I saw that. And wearing a heart rate monitor. Yeah. While you do it. So I applied and I don't have anything special other than I like horror movies. Right. So <laughs> what? Pick I don't me. think I got selected, but I thought, but if you don't ask, you don't, you're the answers. No. Right. Yeah. So, um, but so I have 26 cause I'm just going to watch those movies. They're all really good. Like one is all Stephen King stuff, 13 mm-hmm. Stephen King movies. And then the other one is just really good, scary movies, like quiet place one and two, the first saw movie, like quality yeah. <laughs> scares. Right. Um, so 26 of my adult films, Came selected from selected nice. I only have to come up with another four. Well, we I'm used sure you to do, that. do yeah. a sort of tradition like that. Um, one year when the kids were really little, we bought a bundle, the bundle of Charlie Brown holiday movies. Oh, I, oh, I have that. So, yeah, I so we had the rule that you cannot watch anything, any of the three except in their month. Yeah. And then you do have to make sure you watch them multiple times throughout the month. Oh, so course. in October, we did It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, of which they always had like, then they had a second one, which was a short. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I, I think in that one, no, I don't There's remember. Magic, which they bundle with like the Halloween. It's like on like the B side of the Great Pumpkin. Oh, and see, it's like, I'm a magician. That, no, that's not the one that's, maybe that is the one. I just never watched that B one. I know in November. It's the, fr- it's the friends thing. The yeah. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. <laughs> and you're not elected Charlie Brown. You know, oh yeah, that's November. Yeah, that's November. And of course, there's the Christmas spe- Charlie mm-hmm. Brown Christmas special, which that music mm-hmm. is for. You know, Vince, Vince Gill, yeah, or not Girardi, Vince Gill, Vince, Girardi. Yeah. Vince is Gill's always... a different style of music. <laughs> James it, tries to convince yeah. me that Linus and Lucy is a Halloween song because it plays in the Great Pumpkin, which was his cultural like childhood touchstone. Mm-hmm. But that's a Christmas song because uh, Charlie Brown thing or Christmas was. Like my childhood touchstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he'll play it at, th- at um, Halloween. I'm like, this is a Christmas song. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't listen to this. This is a Christmas song. <laughs> it's, it's the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. It's both. Is this a Christmas movie? Is this a Halloween movie? Does James anybody else them? have problems with the parents that would leave their child out in a pumpkin patch all night? No. <laughs> His big sister went to go yeah. get him. Yeah. <laughs> is she, she's a little sister. No, Lucy. Oh, Lucy's oh, his Lu- nemesis. Lucy's the nemesis. Oh, no, Lucy is... Lucy is Linus's, Linus's sister. Big sister. Oh! And Linus spends the night in the pumpkin shop. Oh, oh, I just wait, watched this movie. Wait, 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 wait. You're right. I was confusing it <laughs> with like a girl. A <laughs> I was confusing it with a girl that... Um, Sally. Sally. Sally has a crush on Linus and is Charlie Brown's little sister. That's the little sister. I love but Sally. Linus spends the night in the pumpkin patch and Lucy goes to get him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Brings him home with his little blanket. Okay, that's yeah. good that the big sister, but she's not that much bigger. They're still no, in elementary school. Okay. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> and I didn't question this when my kids were little. No. We just watched it. <laughs> I never questioned this, and you're making my childhood crumble into pieces right now. <laughs> they probably knew. It was like, you know, not that yeah, far from their like, house. Yeah. It could have been the they lot, ne- it it been the the lot right next yeah. to their house. Yeah. Back Because back then, you had lots they weren't completely filled with other houses. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, who wants to start with what they're working on today? Yeah. What 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 are you working on, Karen? I uh, got a few things. Tell us. All I, about this them. is a test knit for um, a gal who also dyes yarn. Her name. 
is what is the designer's name jessica i forget what oh, jessica talent because it's right here on her pattern <laughs> uh pearls and postulates it's gonna be fun it's it's called the page turner tunic um and i think it's gonna come out like thanksgiving or christmas or something like that is Before, that her yarn or stash it is her yarn it's gorgeous it is gorgeous yarn it's two colors of yarn and worsted or dk i think it's worsted no it feels it lighter DK-ish. it must be dk ish and you could you didn't have to use your yarn but you got a 20 percent discount if you did and i'm like okay yeah 20 percent off excuse. sure so i've got this beautiful um, it's it's kind of it's got some speckles and some little dashes of dark green it's like a cream background with a dark green little dashes of dark green and speckles of like a burgundy or like more of a pinky deep deep aubergine oh kind of yeah like an aubergine and of course lime green that's gorgeous and i've paired it with you know yarn sort of a- like zombie barbecue adjacent yeah like it's not quite zombie yeah. barbecue but yeah it so instead, of, instead of the red it's got more of it's a got little dashes of that kind of purpley dark red color i, I, I think it's right merlot mm. i think it's oh that is totally merlot dye well you would merlot. know merlot you yeah you merlot know lots of merlot. me like a demon and <laughs> so my second color merlot, of the, course the yarn is dye, a, not the wine Think, thankfully wine is not a demon in my life that's good <laughs> uh yeah think, think what is it. that okay. that's your second color so this is my second oh, color oh my gosh we're gonna make matching sweaters i'll show you in a minute <laughs> oh i'm very excited they're being matching adjacent oh, so, this is, <laughs> so the second color um they go it, and there's none of this second color actually in the first color but it's close enough like a pairing it's kind of a gray lavender a darker lavender with some great kind of hints a great, to it almost yeah like a great what but did, not bright what's the color called um i forgot because she didn't stamp it on, and she did not stamp it on here because she was in a hurry she she dyed these before sending them out to us um she got on it right away and she was super excited because she she said she'd never thought about pairing these colors together mm-hmm. so i'm very excited to see how um it turns out and i'm loving them just just the same because it's it's my kind of purple. It's, it's a not purple. a bright purple, but it's not a mute. It's it's not really that muted either. It's I yeah. like stuff with a gray to it. Yeah. So like anyway, it. but the fun thing about this is it's done cuff to cuff. Mm. But how? But like we are full. Like you you do the sleeve, and then you cast on with a provisional cast on along for the side. Mm-hmm. And you will attach that side to the un- underside of your sleeve, okay, in one direction, like on a, w- with a second needle, and then you'll go over the top, and then you'll you'll um you'll you'll attach you'll you'll undo your provisional and do the other side, and mm-hmm. you're just going back and forth now. And at one point, and in a little bit, I'll be. The thing is, you have one color along the front, and then it fades into the second color which goes around your body and the back is a sep- is your second color. So you, it's the front and the back are different colors. Is there a picture yet or no? There is that you guys can see. And since it's radio, basically. No one else will know. <laughs> no one else will know. <laughs> of course, Sorry, I can, guys. I don't really get to see it because I printed it in black and white. That's so true. that's really fascinating. But <laughs> nothing. Just so you get to understand the construction. See. And it's longer in the back. Oh, that's oh, interesting. See. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. See? Um, so you know, our sweaters are not going to look at all alike, but 
I am doing zombie barbecue but paired the lab- with, okay, the with an ice cream purple. purple. <laughs> it's different for lime, yeah. but look, those those bright chartreuse screens go great yeah. with lime. And I mean, there's I mean, go little, with great with purple, which is why she has that and the in her mm-hmm. palette of your multi of them. And the same with Merlot. zombie barbecue is there's this like slaty purple yeah that when it touches the red is properly purple mm-hmm. um the color i'm matching with it is um lorna's lace's blackberry nice so i was oh. very excited to like have this last homage to yeah uh, lorna's and that's such good yarn oh, like it's it gonna is. be so cozy yeah i'm making a um i'm not starting it so it doesn't really belong here and i am interrupting karen's moment but I am making a really. I'm preparing cute my other finish, my other uh, <laughs> your work done project. Your pro- what I'm making um, while you while you're talking. The so. sweater I'm gonna make with it is Chalka, Chiaki. What is this? C H A I K A. And I'm sure you guys have seen this on. It's the same um, designer as. Um, okay, the designer is Midori High Rose, and I've made another one of her sweaters, oh, and uh-huh. I can't think of its name, so that's why I'm properly saying the designer's yeah. name. <laughs> um, where did it go? But it's like a big old huge cable collar and then a raglan-shaped um, sweater. Okay. That's what I'm going to make. So oh, that's lovely. The, um, Oh, yeah. I like and the that. the multi will be the body. What's the name of it? Or spell it again? C-H-A-I. So it has a different color yoke. It's Because it, yeah. the way it looks in the picture, it looks like a really, like a deep V that's just kind of over her shoulders. But that's actually a part that's of the sweater. The, that's the yeah. ribbing of the sweater. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Do that it's, it feels like a like a collar. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. Um. So... I've swatched for it, so technically, I guess I'm working on it too. So yeah. continue with your once you start a swatch, <laughs> you started the process, yes. and that that's that's part of the project. Yep. And I'll try not to get distracted by your gorgeous yarn because um because I have a couple more things. Um, Carry on. Okay, so I started. Um, we're doing our next. You know, so our new classes are are coming out, or have come out by the time this comes out. Same day. Uh, same day. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you take a look at those classes, and we're for the beginning Tunisian crochet class that will be in December, I realized that the other projects I was working on were going to be too big. So I'm going with another Tunisian um, project that's a smaller, beginner-friendly project. Um, It's called the Mold Cider Cowl, and it's a split hem cowl with ribbing. And it's just, it uses mostly the Tunisian knit stitch. And um, a DK, we're a worsted weight yarn, but I'm trying to do my stash because I have yarn. So I'm pairing a sport weight of the, um, I got a bunch of these mill mix mini skeins from um, Spin Cycle. Spin Cycle. And I'm pairing it with the Odang Surrey Alpaca um, from Farmer's Daughter Fibers to make a fuzzy version of it. And you can see my gauge is a little bit smaller, so I just adjusted my chain count. It's cute. Because it's, mm-hmm. you know. So snuggly. That's the thing. I want to make it snuggly. But although the yarn she recommends has a really nice gradient and you wouldn't have to, you know, work with different yarns, she recommends Lion Brand Ferris Wheel. Have you guys seen that? I haven't seen that. 
I guess you can get it at Joanne's or Michael. I don't know if you can get Leiden's at Michael's. Can you? Yeah, I think you can. Well, some. You le- less and less to, nowadays. It's one of those some. big wheels of yarn that's a gradient. It's a right. self-striping kind I of thing. I think Joanne's has more before. of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it like? Is it single ply? Um, I really I can't tell. Applied. The picture she shows, it gradiates in and out of like two colors it's a shorter run than a lot of those which yeah. i like I, uh-huh. I, it gets kind of boring when you're in the same color for so long and for <laughs> yeah, with like the cakes and stuff yeah. well yeah. And for i mean the great thing is about that is crochet does take a little bit more oh, so you, yarn, get to see your so you can see faster. your changes a little yes. faster <laughs> um but also i do think it is a little smaller which is nice for a smaller project <clears throat> like I love self self striping, but like you said, if you're doing a hat, it's like, oh, it's mostly one color mm-hmm. and then a little bit of another. You don't yeah, really get the full the yarn, effect of the stripe. Yeah. So, so those are the two things currently in my hand. I don't know if I have enough of my one skein of Odang, which is Surrey alpaca <laughs> and silk, and it's like lovely. Odang. But I do have leftovers from a sweater that I'll talk about later. And that would work beautifully. Mm-hmm. They're all in the shocker blues what? color palette. Oh, what? Well, there's some brown in that I'm going to use in here too, and of course lime green. I'll get a little bit of everything. So I'm going to do my own self stripey thing just by using these mini mini skeins. Um, and of and of course spin cycle is pretty dyed in the wool is really fun stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway. So those are your things. That is a very respectable level of um, what are you working on? Yeah, two big thing, a big thing and a little thing. Yeah, you know, both good. I worked on this a little bit of the, while I was waiting for the concert. They would not let me take it into the concert last Monsters. night. Monsters! I'm like, you're gonna murder people with your Tunisian crochet hook. Yeah, absolutely. You know, scoop an eyeball out. I bet you can spread COVID with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would. I don't know. I just said the most inane thing that came to mind. <laughs> I just felt I just felt really old because I'm like, I'm ready to go to a concert and have it start at like seven or eight. It's like, oh, the doors open at eight. The first yeah. the first guy shows up at nine. The headliner doesn't show up till ten o'clock, and I'm like, oh, snooze. And it's standing up. I'm like, I'm too old to stand up on my feet <laughs> for all these hours. It's a young game. Yeah, it for is. Real. But you know what? I don't think I ever could because I'm not. I could it was never could be in the club scene, but different story. Anyway, <laughs> I just I digress. My second favorite Key and Peele um, sketch yesterday, which is um, the second uh, substitute teacher, and they want to leave class early uh-huh. to go get their club pictures, and the substitute teacher is like, "You want to go to the club and get your club on? I know that you're you're, you're pulling one over on me." Oh, no, really, I'm in the Future Leaders of America Club. <laughs> what were they really doing? Going for going club pictures. Picture. You have oh. to watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I should not be doing it. You should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Watch, watch it. Key and Peele are, like, my favorite comics of all time, I think. Um, Katie, what are you working on? Um, I'm working on a class sample right now for a stocking. I love the colors. Oh, yeah, I, I love those colors. Sashes that worked so i pulled that out i was gonna do like a green like a traditional green but mm-hmm. this is like a minty tiffany kind of bluey green i love it which i think is cute like a minty green um so i'm working on a christmas stocking because i'm teaching it as a class and all the stockings i have knit have been gifted to Away. children so i don't have one to display so this is my stocking um it's adorable thank you 
It is the Stuff It Stocking Pattern by um, Heather Walpole, which I have made many, many times. Um, I also still have my Christmas, no, Halloween sweater on the needles that I have not touched in a couple of weeks. But I need to because now it's October 1st. It's time. Or I guess it's October 2nd now. It um, might be two degrees cooler tomorrow. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just stockinette stitch, black, tiny yarn. I'm in the body and I'm Snore. like, oh, okay, I'll get back to it. Baby. Okay, there's so many methods, carrot and stick things you can do. I know, right? I know. You could, you could employ your method yep. that you introduced us to, which I've already forgotten the name of. <laughs> Gideon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can get like Yeah, I think of like the Gideon's yep. Bible in a hotel in a cheap hotel. So that's how I remember it. Gideon worked really well <laughs> as I'm vacation. Yeah. But I'm having trouble integrating it into like like daily life. Daily because it feels restrictive, which mm-hmm. I reject. Yeah. Oh, I understand um, that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna attack it again, but I don't know when. That would, I like it. Yeah. But that would be a good way for me to deal with my current situation, which is I had the grand idea of knitting sweaters for all my nieces and nephews for Christmas, which I have two done. Nice. I have two girl sweaters and I have three more boys that need sweaters. And I'm kicking myself because I forgot to bring one of my projects with me to show you. Um, For the oldest, Finnegan, he will be seven. I can't believe he's the oldest. <laughs> yep. He was so little when I remember him. <laughs> no, he's, he's big now. He's grown. Um, I'm making grown a sweater called... <laughs> The mini Montrealer, which is a, the Montrealer is a sweater pattern, but this is like the kid's size. It's like your basic hoodie. Oh, that's so cute. So it's got a kangaroo pocket, a hood, you know, it looks like a hoodie with stripes. But Um, like very dashing in that. Yes. It's, he told me his favorite colors are black and red and silver, like a rock star. Ah. I was like, okay. So the background is like a really, really dark charcoal because the yarn that I chose didn't have a black, but it's pretty much black. Close enough. The main color stripes are a light gray, and then the one accent color stripe is like a bright fire engine red. That's perfect. Um, And it's looking very cute. I have the whole body done, I have the pocket done, and I just picked up stitches for the hood, and I was like, I'll do the hood next. But the hood is like almost as big as the body of the sweater, which I forgot about. I was like, oh yeah, it won't take that long. It's like a hat. But no, 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 good hood. It's more than that. So now I'm like slogging black stockinette oh, on yeah, the hood of this sweater. You have two black yeah. stockinette projects. And I think they're kids. They're small, but like, he's no, not that small anymore. Seven, they're not they're getting to be like normal size. Like, I know. Mirabelle is 10 and I am working on a sweater for her and it's going to, like, she needs at least 34 inch chest. Mm. That's an adult size sweater. Well, Finn is uh, 26 inches. I measured him today just to Thank double God. check. So, Thank God. And I think the size I'm making is 28. So I was like, okay, good. After all this work now, I double check. You know, I remember making Give yourself enough ease for him to grow into it. Well, he also has a younger brother. So oh, okay. Heck it'll yeah. be passed along. Um, I remember making a sweater for Alexander at that age mm-hmm. where they're getting long and skinny. Mm-hmm. It's a vest. And it's just this, like, tube. This long tube. It looked cute on him, but it was, like, to look at like, it, it so ridiculous. <laughs> I know. They get all gangly and weird. Yeah, it was funny. Um, And then I've been machine knitting... And I thought, oh, a way to knock out a sweater for a little kid. I could do it on the knitting machine. So this is the one that I was working on. But as it is now, I have a feeling it's a little small, but I also haven't blocked it yet. And it, like, is rolling in on itself. So this is going to be, it's a raglan sleeve. Oh, it's so cute. It'll be a jacket, like, a with a zipper. Cute. Um, and I have 
So what part the, do you do on the machine? Do you all do, of it? All the stuff. Really? It. Even all the and the ribbing and oh, you've been the ribbing. whole thing. I, I'm going to talk about this more later too. Yeah. Okay. Um, all of it. You did the ribbing too. Yes. So this is two fronts, a back, two sleeves that then are seams. So they're raglan seams that are actual seams, um, body seams, sleeve seams. The ribbing I did on the machine. Um, this one button band I did on the machine, but I need to redo the bind off by hand. And then I haven't decided what I'm doing at the neckline yet, if I'm going to do a hood or a little collar or something, because it's going to be a zip-up little jacket. But who's that one for? Well, it was supposed to be for Owen, who is going to be five, and he is very skinny, but this looks too small. Yeah, it looks, looks a little small. Yeah. I mean, according to measurements, it's right, because it's 13 inches across the back, which means the whole thing would be 26, and he's only like... 22 or something mm. so i'm like well in theory it's supposed to work but it does look small so i'm gonna finish it and give it a really proper block because this is cascade yeah. 220 so i know i can block it pretty hardy and we'll see what happens um but it's if it doesn't cute. fit him good news is there's a younger one yeah there's there's <laughs> kids down the line in measuring both of them today they're not that much he's not that much smaller so this just might you know go on a shelf for some other yeah. child someday but i mean it took me a couple hours to get to this point. So it's very not nice. that bad if I don't very get nice. that far. And it's a good color that could go get its genderless. Yeah, I thought about stitching like a little eventually, like, initial. Marshall and Claire's little one will be big enough. <laughs> I thought about stitching a little, little like a, what do you call it? Initial? Like a monogram, an a initial monogram. or whatever. Like an E if it's for Elliot or whatever <laughs> on it. Or putting like a little patch. But yeah, if I if it was for a little girl, I could put like a pink zipper in it or something and make it real cute. But um I don't know who it's going to be for, but it's it's still in progress. Um, let me check my list so that I don't forget anything. Uh, Halloween sweater, hoodie, stocking. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So two boring black stockinette things and a Christmas stocking, mostly. That's what I'm working on. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I've done this to myself. It's yeah. fine. I keep, people keep talking about like the supply chain and how everything's going to be hard to get and get your Christmas presents now and all that. So I'm like, well, if I knit Christmas sweaters for all the kids, then I don't have to buy them any Christmas presents. Yeah. Because they get plenty <laughs> of toys. They're not going to care yeah. if I don't buy them. No. So, but now it's October and I still have three sweaters to go. So I, I just, I, I, I just can't do the Christmas shopping right now. Oh, I know. I can't either. I, I'm, I'm not there. No. Thinking about Christmas right now is stressing me out. Yeah. It's like, it's not time for this. And my Which is why like, I don't like Christmas to begin with. My sister told me, she's like, it's only so many days till Christmas. And oh, I was like, I don't want to know. Leave. Normally I'm like, woohoo. But this year I'm like, I'm stressed. Yeah. And it's not okay. even time yet. Those words are never exciting. They're stressful. Always like, and it, it reminds Christmas, me of like, still. it's more of a, okay. It's not like a, wow, Christmas is almost here. It's more of a. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, Did you're not you going to be ready. Did Have you, you started start? planning? Oh, it, yeah. it, just no. thinking about it is stressful. Yeah. I, I just can't. Well, I'm sorry to make you think about it. It's okay. <laughs> no, but my sympathetically. Hus- okay. yeah. My husband started talking about that in the summer. Yeah. I mean, my whole family only loves few, Christmas. Only and five I love more Christmas months. too, but it's, uh, yeah, I just don't want to think about it yet. No. I think the older I get, that I think Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Because oh. it's like Christmas light. Like, I get to see my family. <laughs> Sometimes it's cold. You know, you get to be cozy. You get to have a delicious meal. But then that's it. You know, yeah. you don't have to do all this planning about presents and gifting and who's... Unless you're the one doing the meal. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But we always split everything. So the oh. most that we have to do is, like, I'm going to cook a turkey. Or whoever's hosting is, like, in charge of a couple side dishes. So it's never that's that nice. stressful for anybody. Mm-hmm. So that's... That's my my realization. Kevin has turkey dinner down to a science. Yeah. 
so that's always fun um but I, i'm standing by halloween that's cool that's fine yeah um what am i working on what are you working so on? you got a pile of stuff over yeah, there yeah i marabella um saw my carved cardigan a carved pullover so um we talked about what we would like drop everything in it mm-hmm. last time and um I didn't make any of those things. No, I didn't either. <laughs> but it got me thinking about how I really should start my carved pullover, which you made last year. Katie made last year. I think it was year. two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I made it last year. Um, And I wanted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram that you were making one. I was like, I didn't know she was making one. Uh, well, it was my honorable mention. I wanted to do one more round. Uh-huh. Oh, got it. <laughs> so carved would have been my honorable mention for mm-hmm. I want to drop everything and make it now. So, um, I am Mirabella saw me working on mine. And so she's like, I want that because she also shares the love of Halloween. Uh-huh. Um, on September 22nd, she asked if she could start wearing her Halloween clothes to school. I was like, of course, of course you it's can. fall for a whole day now. Why yeah. are you so behind? So, but then she never wears the things I knit her. No, she doesn't like yarny things. I don't like yarny things touching my skin, mommy. Um, but she is getting older. So, um, I had this pink and orange mandala. I don't know if it's properly properly a mandala, but it is lion brand. I think it is a mandala, but it's a 100% acrylic, I think. I used it as my accent in my big Halloween granny square I made with my little pumpkin border. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a whole lot of yarn left over. I had to like buy four skeins to get the one get more the I one. needed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm making her a carved pullover. And then I loved yours mm-hmm. but i don't want to be twinsies i don't care. but i do want an orange pumpkin yeah so um i am making one with black and white striped <gasps> accents <Cute>. that's awesome <laughs> so i have black and white cascade 220 um stripes on the bottoms oh, of the it's sleeves beetle juice. i was and gonna say it's I very timberly yeah and then um this oh that i cute. lucked out because there was this orange rust vintage at um uh it's baroque uh, vintage uh-huh. at Fabrictown? Fabrictown, thank you. For like a month. Like yeah. I saw it like more than a month it's ago a and I'm like, I'm color. just going to buy it because it's yeah. a great color and this great yarn. I'm sure there'll be something. And I'm like, no, Anne. Then it's just stuff. Yeah. You're trying not to have more. It's just stuff. So put it back. Someone else will be happy to find this. There was a, a really pretty forest green too. Someone else will be happy to find this good deal. But then I got thinking about how I wanted the orange carved. Yeah. And I went back and it was still on the shelf. There you go. It was so I'm getting a very good deal on my black and white and rusty orange carved pullover. I love that. I am excited about how it's turning out. So there's a cartoonist, Warren Pease. Have you guys seen her? <laughs> so she has um, this cartoon. She, she Her cartoons are kind of like this witchy woman living the witchy single life. And <laughs> a lot of jokes about, you know pinning your date downstairs in your basement to the <laughs> um, to the pentagram on the wall you know funny stuff like that she that has weird? she has a, a bit with death where he's like on a skateboard rolling through the neighborhood like i love my job <laughs> which i think she made as an animal pin and i really want to wear it to yeah. work. <laughs> uh, maybe a little inappropriate love it <laughs> but i do love my job so i mean i'm i'm not you know yeah. lying <laughs> <laughs> um it's probably probably off color your other job yeah my i, I love this job too uh so she had to wear here yeah and then people who know what i do yeah, exactly. other than here would be amused i'd hope so she has a halloween joke 
that she throws up every October and people started carving their pumpkins like hers. Mm. Um, and Karen's taking it in. She'll pass it over to Katie. <laughs> so I'm going to do Aww. this second carved pullover with oh, uh-huh. this pumpkin face oh, from yeah. the warranties. This is me. I can never carve a spooky giant lantern <laughs> to save my life. I try. I so that I've, I've seen that before. Yeah. So the the guy is shopping in the grocery store. Oh, and the jack lantern's thinking. Oh boy, I'm going to be the spookiest jack o' lantern. I'm going to scare all the kids. Muhahaha. And then uh, the last frame is he's a one tooth circle eye adorable <laughs> pumpkin that says, <laughs> and it says damn. Totally. <laughs> so I actually I want to do like a little um, tag inside that says muhaha, <laughs> like a little ribbon that I'll embroider muhaha, and then a little pin out of felt like as a word bubble <laughs> that <Thanks>. says damn. <laughs> um, it's a, a as they say a deep cut I yeah. think, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it'll amuse me. That's to no end. Um, then I remembered I have another sweater, Halloween style sweater, that I've had the yarn for maybe two years called Arcane. Um, it's a designer who does really like cute kind of 1950s style fitted sweaters. Hmm. Um, she doesn't sell it on. It's on Ravelry, so you can look Is at it, it Andy? there. Something. Yeah, like Andy Satterland. Yeah, yeah. She's got such cute designs. Super cute. Oh, is this the one with the? Yeah. Yes. Arcane. Yes. It's um. A, like a web spider web i want to make that too yeah i love um, that pattern and coincidentally i'm basically doing the colors that she has mm-hmm. so I'm navy and um a neon green for the web that's what you're swatching for? yeah it's what i'm swatching Cute. i um got thinking i was talking about my <laughs> dye lot luck maybe last uh-huh. time that sometimes there's probably just huge enough dye lots that there's never yes. a second dye lot. So I bought several skeins of the yarn I'm using from Tuesday morning. Couldn't find more. And I think my plan was I was going to make a smaller size when I bought the yarn. Mm. And I was going to do short sleeves or something. So I was going to just scoot by with enough yarn. Well, now my size has changed and I want a long sleeve sweater. Yeah. So I got on Ravelry and I tested that idea. Yeah. And almost everybody who listed a dye lot having used this yarn, which was Sugar Bush Itty Bitty, all said it was dye lot one. Yeah. Well then, there you <laughs> and go. And I was like, okay, I found this store. It's not full price. It was like a dollar ten less than the mm. retail price. I bet it's dye lot one. Yeah. <laughs> I did ask them if they would please tell me the dye lot before they mailed it. And they didn't? They did not. Oh. So that was a little annoying. So I won't say the name of the store. But it worked out. It worked out fine. Um, So that's fun luck. Yeah, that's Um, great. Yeah. So the other things that I was pulling out of my bag that I'm not really actively working on, I'm going to make this, is it Air and Earth sweater by um, someone adorable? Air and Earth? I think that's what it's called, but I'm going to look on Ravelry. He's adorable. He wears like a blonde page boy in his professional life when he's not knitwear designing. He's like a concert violinist. Oh, James something. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. Of it. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So he has a very cute brioche sweater that is um, worsted weight and um, lace weight earthen air. Okay. It's a uh, worsted weight and lace weight, you know, mohair silk or whatever um and there were such fun colors on the yarn over track oh yeah i got the classic um this is oh no it's not that color i thought this was unicorn whatever unicorn 
Unicorn ass? Yeah, no, Unicorn Parade, I think. Oh, it looks but it's like not. it. It's mm-hmm. it's called Zoe. It must kind of be a companion. Like, it has the same color palette, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So a little more Lorna's Laces. Goodbye, Lorna's Laces. Um, and then I did get some ass yarn. Mm-hmm. Whimsical Wood. Um, whimsical Wood. This is Notorious Ass. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do two of those. I have this gorgeous navy um, Debbie Bliss lace weights that uh, angel yeah angel. i love thank that thank you for remembering that i don't know why i remember yeah that. <laughs> and party it, angel is the sparkly one then this is party <laughs> there you go yeah. got a little silver sparkle and so i found that in my stash woo love it uh and um that's gonna be with the ass yarn and then i had this like mossy green Isayer that we had in the stash exchange mm. and it looks so soft and pretty yeah with zoe i'd be interested to see what that looks like it looks like a like minty spring day in the garden okay but when i ordered more yeah <laughs> i bought the lace weight instead of the fingering weight and it's not as fluffy as late as lace weight mohair is so it's you enough to do the, the project. fingering in your stash. I had fingering. Oh, I it. need one more skein of fingering to make it enough. And you thought it was lace, but it turned out. I not. just, no, I knew what it was. I just didn't pick right. Oh, I've done Yeah. <laughs> just picked wrong. Um, so I haven't decided if I'm ordering more of the fingering or if I'm just going to use the lace weight. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be furry enough. So I think I'm ordering more yarn again. Have you swatched it with the lace not yet because i was I also swatch it and then also wash it because sometimes yeah. it'll fluff up because it's i mean alpaca will get real furry yeah mm-hmm. it but could it, work on its own the sayer is enough it's the sayer alpaca one mm-hmm. it's enough to make something entirely separate sure so mm-hmm. i yes. haven't decided you know when you get a roadblock like that that's real dumb yeah <laughs> You're like, I've only done this to myself. Yeah. And <laughs> I've only like, myself to blame. Why, why am I doing that? And then the last thing that I'm working on, which is why I'm annoyed that you guys are both so sane with your level of projects. Sorry. <laughs> um, is a summer sorrel out oh, of the companion yarn that I found with the party angel that was going to be one project. I think it was oh. going to be one more um, knit <clears throat> swirl. Mm. Um, and now I've separated them. And they're going to be two separate things. Good. Pulled from the stash. Love it. Um, Does Summer Sorrel have a, is it a, a single yarn or is it? It's a, a single fingering weight yarn. I think you could get away with up to sport weight. It's 24 stitches to um, four inches. Oh. And it has like a more scoop neck. I should mm-hmm. look at my stash because I want to make one of those too. It's lovely. Yeah. And I'm excited the yarn that I'm using, which is a Mirasol um, yarn. I just saw just lovely. Um, Xenia finished hers and she wore it in here on Ooh. Tuesday when I saw Ooh. her and it made me want to make one. Yeah. These are the things that I'm working on. Nice. Dun, 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 dun. Could, okay. Well, let's do what are we, what have we finished? So Karen, Karen what have you, you finished? Get to go first. Okay. So I had, um, oh, dang, I did have one more project, but whatever. That can wait for No, tell month. us quick. Okay. Okay. Quick, 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 quick. I had another because I've been saving this. I brought this Thursday. This is back in the... What are you working on? I'm working on a Martina Bem. That yellow. yellow is gorgeous. But that yellow comes in this cute little balls. Oh, my God. This is like Zauber Ball. That's what she said. But Zauber Perlin. They're like little... Gradient. Where so did it cute. come? Where did it? Where did you? Where did you get it? I got them just on webs. But cute. she, it's she has. So there's two. Her cowl is made up of two squares that are sewn together and then 
each each one is folded on the diagonal and then sewn together so it becomes this tube mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like there's no right or wrong side. <laughs> She's so flipping clever. And you start in the middle and basically you now I thought that one I thought I'm gonna make three of them. So I bought three and like, oh it's a good thing I bought three because I actually need two of them for oh. this. <laughs> yeah, but those colors are okay. great together. Um or you need more of that. You need yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, I need one more. So I did get them, I think, on webs, just because nice. I have. But someone said that you can find these locally at Eva's. All right. Oh, good so you. good to know. Maybe I'll go up there and find a companion for, you know, in all the years that we've known each other, I've never been to Eva's, even when I were really? in the yarn shop. I never had a reason to go to huh. To. Now I will. There so you I can go. get a companion. Anyway, but these are just so cute. These little balls. Like they little are okay. flipping adorable. And they're really clever because they're held together on this with this elastic band. And that gets caught on the label. So when you need to take the, they're little pre-wound mini skeins. They're already balled up. So when you want one to take one off, you just un, unlatch the elastic band, slide one off, and then latch it back on. So it keeps them neat and tidy. Cute. Anyway, it's two, you start in the center with magic loop. And you, it's your choice of one size one and a half to size three needle. And of course, the only needle I could find at the time was my one and a half. So I guess that's what I'm doing. But anyway, it looked really, really clever and cute. And plus the yarn is adorable. I love Martina Bem. Yeah. And so that's clever. the thing. I thought it's Martina Bem. So I know I'm going to love it. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. So that was the... Last. So what, are you, what have you finished then? What have I finished? <laughs> I finished making a pattern for a puff pillow because puff. I like the puff quilts, but I wanted to make it on a smaller scale. So I made it two of samples, one in October-y Halloween-y fabric and one that's just like in denim blues um, with charms. So I finished two pillow covers and I had other things finished. And that's a class you can sign up right now. That's a class you can sign up right now. I did my swatches for um, the beginning Tunisian class mm-hmm. and I finished a sweater. Woo! Yeah. You know what? Wait, 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 wait. Who won? She did. I, I did. But yeah. we no, we both but won. We didn't talk about this. Yeah, we're the... both winners. Because okay. we've... when okay. we left, when last you heard from us, da, da, we were da. going to challenge, I challenged who was going to get the crisp high five and, and finished her sorrel first. Yeah. So, and yeah. congratulations. That was very crisp. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, sorry. No problem. But, and, but Karen also finished her. Okay. Oh, but well, we both... So yeah. we are both this winners awesome. because we both have finished Sorrel. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, which is one of the, like... Like, it's an undertaking. Yeah. Yes. It's probably one of the more involved sweaters I've made. It's it's very approachable and easy because it's also mm-hmm. a class that you can sign up for. Yes. It will start in late December, so you have all your holiday stuff done. And you have a choice of winter or summer. Yeah. And teaching it. It's going to be awesome. Um, but we both did a winter one. Karen asked a question on Sunday, like the week right after we recorded last. And Mega I answered smiling her question, to yourself. but I had been done uh-huh. <laughs> for like the whole day or something. Yeah. But she didn't, she didn't want to discourage me from continuing and trying. Like, Look at my finished letter. I finished last night. Cause she you waited were like, till I finished. So close. I know. But I had pictures ready. And Karen's was like, awesome. Look at what I finished. And she looked very cute. So, one of the things picture. I love about our friendship is that we challenge each other to be better and, yeah. and to finish things. And I feel like 
that would have languished in with just like basically half of one sleeve and that's all and it needed. And then you picked it up and you were like, why did I stop this? Didn't take me Why did long. I stop this? So she whipped it out. She finished quick. Yep. Like a, in, in a day. Okay. Right? So I had had three inches. It's not a particularly long sleeve. I had three no. inches of the sleeve done. And part of my dilemma was when I had finished the ribbing, I forgot to change needles. So yep. I had an inch and a half of a sleeve on a small, on this uh, needle that was too small, but it wasn't that much smaller. But because it's mixed with like a mohair that's not easy to pull out, I just set it aside. And, it, and you know what I decided? I'm not pulling it out. I think yeah. that was a powerful, empowering it's, You know decision. what? It was because I'm like, it's an inch and a half. It doesn't make, at the smallest part of my arm anyway, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. I put it yeah. on my arm. It didn't feel uncomfortable. And I knew it was going to be blocked. So I think it's important that it's okay to to live with things that yeah. really are not going to impact impact your creativity and just move move forward instead of having to you know but i wouldn't have moved forward if Anne hadn't challenged me so i was really glad and we both right. have finished sorrels we yep. do to wear and i got to wear in. it for half a day you and then did? it got hot oh my gosh i know it was That's amazing because it, i left the house and it was like 50 something we did have some chilly days in september it was yeah. very yeah. lovely it yeah was, was and then the sun lovely. came out and I was like, that's oh, exactly what happened bummer. it was like as long as the marine layer was in place it was chilly yeah Gorgeous. it was lovely and then as soon as the sun warmed it up it was not chilly. No, <laughs> like that's uh, disappointing. But it was a bit humid, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't necessarily be, want to be wearing a mohair sweater. No, no, no. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, congratulations so... on your finished sorrel. And congratulations and, uh, to you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. <laughs> um, I, I don't mind losing because I still win. Yeah. <laughs> what else did you finish? finish sweater. You finish anything else? Um, that's the only thing my brain can think of right now. I probably did, but whatever. Save it for next time if you remember. If I remember. Um, I finished a quick beanie as a class sample for, um, which is in my office. I should have grabbed it, but is it's called the, Poise. Uh, that is very cute. Yes. It's two colors, super chunky yarn. The sample in the picture is made with two colors of Malabrigo Rasta, which is, I Yum. thought I had a skein of multi Rasta in my stash, but it turns out I don't. <laughs> but oh, I do. It's very cute. It took me that. about three hours nice. to knit. Um, mine is like a off-white, I think it's um, like Lion Brand Thick and Quick. And then the um, contrasting color is a navy blue, so it's two solids, which is cute, but it's very cute with a multi. Um, and it's also really cute as a single color, which I wouldn't have thought of, but the pattern has a picture of what it looks like. Um, I'll pull it up to show you as a single Is color, because like of the texture. texture. Yeah, so oh, that's the. Awesome. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so that's Can the single you make color it version. Out of Ooh, I like that actually. Yes, because I was gonna make a hunter hammer. Was uh-huh. it hammer smith or hammer steen? Uh, I know this because I hammer steen. I think because I have a bunch of her books in my office. She so. like when we in April, she had just finished some adorable chunky hat, mm. and I bought that on our trip, and I was gonna make that hat, but it yeah. was close. The pattern calls for 50 grams of the main color and 30 of the contrasting. And I think Rasta's 90. Yeah. That's tight. Well, it's 80. Yeah. Well, I, I think you should be too. Yeah, well. Anyways. The pattern's also a little long. <laughs> what do you, you want, go Anne? to eight <laughs> and a half a inches a and then it's a quick decrease. But I'll show you my sample when I pull it out later if nice. you want to look at it. But um, it's a really cute hat. Yeah. I want to make another one 
with something a little fancier than what I did, but alas. Um, and I've been machine knitting, like I talked about. I pulled out my knitting machine while I've been reorganizing um, a storage unit, and this was in there, and I knew it was in there. And so I pulled it out and I stuck it in my office and then I was looking at it and I thought, I want to see if I can do something with it. Um, cause I have made sweaters on it before, but it's been a long time. So the first one I made is this I cardigan. I love that cardigan. Ooh. It is with, um, Karen Big Cakes is the yarn. It used to be a crocheted sweater. So it sells stripes? I took it out. It's so Oh, that's cute. so awesome. Your buttons are perfect. I know. I had these big wood buttons in my stash. Um, so this is like a V-neck oversized cardigan. Um, See, that's like the that's like candy corn it colors. Looks like yeah, candy I know corn. that's what but better. Said. <laughs> oh, instead of black, it's it's gray. So it's a it's but two it's... different colors of gray, um, like a pumpkiny orange, a bright kind of almost like acidy yellow, yeah, and then like a neutrally off-white speckly. But you could color. see those. I could see that yellow in autumnal trees yeah. too. Yeah, it's kind of a greeny yellow. Um, this used to be a crocheted sweater that I made for a class sample a couple of years ago that I've never worn. That was like a big granny square sweater with a hood. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, so I took it out and I did the back on the machine and I figured out how many rows of stripes. I, Cause I wasn't going to worry about the color placement, but then I kind of wanted them to match. <laughs> so for the front, cause it's a smaller width, I actually cut the yarn at each stripe to get them to be all the same size. Wow. And for the sleeves too. Each one of these is 15 rows and I counted, but the knitting of it took a day. (laughs) Um, this one, I finished all the ribbing and everything on by hand. So it's got a couple inches of ribbing around the hem at the bottom. Um, it's got a neckline and the sleeve finishing. I did all that by hand. I picked up stitches and I did all that. So it took me like a weekend to make this. Um, Is there a textural difference between machine knit ribbing or hand ribbing or is it easier just to do it by hand because well, I'll talk of the about little that. bit okay so this one i did, this one i did all by hand just because that was the way that i knew how to do it yeah that's how i've done it in the past and i know that you can do it on the machine i've never been brave enough so i did <laughs> so this was the first one um, i love you. it i like this sweater a lot it's cozy and easy to throw on and it's good for fall because it's got good colors so yep. the, and it fits i like it it looks really cute on thank me. you so that's number one. Number two, this is inspired by the Lori sweater. Oh, yeah. So it's got ribbing on the top and at the hem. And this, all of this ribbing is done by the machine, which is technically you're still hand manipulating it. The way it works is you knit the number of rows you want for ribbing. Like this is like 14 rows or something at the top. Knit, knit, knit. And I changed to a smaller key plate when I did it which changes the gauge so mm-hmm. I went down and gauge to sort of make up for like like you change your needle size when you yeah. do ribbing yeah I knit the number of rows and then you drop whichever stitch you want to become a knit on the wrong side and you ladder it down and then you work it up with a like a latch hook or a crochet hook uh-huh. and then you pop it back on the needle hook oh. and then you drop the next one so this is one by one ribbing so every other stitch I dropped it and I laddered it back up. And that takes a couple hours. Is there a way to make one by one ripping more torturous? It's not. <laughs> I mean, I made this whole sweater in a day. Yeah. That's you know pretty, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. So it's two rectangles front and back, some fitted sleeves, drop shoulder. It's nothing fancy um, as far as like the shaping. 
but it's it fits. It's a little tight. It's tighter than I wanted, and I didn't measure my gauge properly enough because it's also a little shorter than I wanted, which I forgot about when I finished it. It was too short, so I separated them. I put it back on. I added a couple inches, and I redid the hem again because it was way too short. Well, it's like either do it over or you have a wasted. Exactly. Yeah. And it fits fine, but I think I'm going to give it away. It's um, Lion Brand Woolies is the yarn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a chocolate. It's a really pretty color. It's like a cinnamony nutmeg. Yeah, I love this color. I can't remember what it's called, but um, this was like my experiment in ribbing and see huh. if I could You know, that's my ribbing. color. <laughs> well, it, it already wink, has wink. a recipient. So oh, <laughs> There's blue, Karen. <laughs> Um, and my color is whatever sweater you make. No. <laughs> so this third one is my experiment in short row shaping, Ooh. which I knew was possible. And I have done as a swatch, but I forgot. Wow. So the shoulder shaping on this has short rows, which is nice. stupid easy on the machine. I bet it wow. is. Um, but I also did the entire thing on the machine. So it's got a, I still need to block it, but the ribbing which travels up vertically for the neckline um i did all that on the machine on the machine i would do like 20 rows and then drop those couple stitches and i would work it and then i would do a bunch more rows and then this was like a weekend project that's fantastic and it's got pockets and it's that looks so cozy i know i love this one are you keeping your machine set up here no i took it home for this because i wasn't going to be here um that weekend and i wanted to work on it so i set up a folding table and i did it at home but um, it's mostly up here, and it has pockets. For all this, that was uh-huh. one of the things I daydreamed about. This space would be that yes. my knitting machine would be set up all the time. No, and I've never said <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's on my sewing table, so if I want to sew, I have to take it down. Yeah, but um, this is wonderful. Thank you. This mm-hmm. is a so pattern cute. that I pretty much followed to a T. My gauge matched. Um, and I'll see if I can find it. I would have to do some digging. It was How a free do you pattern. do gauge on a knitting machine? I mean, is you the swatch, swatch super easy? Because yeah. it's like just a few stitches. You plug in the key plate that would be appropriate for the size yarn you're using. So this was a three and a half key plate. Um, and then I'm a little bit limited as far as the size of yarn I can use at this point because it's only a hundred stitches wide. And the back of a sweater at 100 stitches, I can't do anything less than like a worsted weight. Otherwise, mm. it's too narrow. Um, I asked Anne if I could borrow her knitting machine. And when she I'll pulls it, it out, out for me, I'm going to be able to hook the two together. And then I have 200 stitches worth. So yeah. then I'll be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> blanket, blanket in two days. Done. Yeah. My grand idea is to... I have started Andrea Mowry's weekend, Weekender. Um, with yarn that I love and I really want that sweater and I really want to finish it. But now that I know how to do ribbing and short row shaping and everything, I got my gauge to match exactly with a swatch. Now I'm just waiting for Anne's uh, knitting machine and then I'm going to make that on the machine instead <laughs> instead of hand knitting it. All right. So, um, so it I really will... will be a weekender. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll see if I can wrangle it before we leave tonight. That's okay. I'm, uh... I, I probably won't get to it this week, but okay. when you pull it out, I'm going to do great things with it <laughs> i can't wait um, <laughs> that does remind me i because i was thinking about all the sweaters i started last year and then abandoned mm-hmm. and weekender is one of them and yeah. i'm all the way done with all the stockinette of the body and i think the front 
mm-hmm. like the when you break off. Yeah. So I just need to do the back and the sleeve. Yeah. But I, I don't think, like, it was a fair matchup with Karen and I and the Sorrel. Yes. But I, I'm not going no, to try to beat you on your weekend. Me. Or I'm going to sabotage you. Get oh. the machine out just before I'm done. Yeah. Ready, set, go. Yeah. I didn't. I don't have as much sweaters worth of yarn in my stash as I thought I did. Oh. Because I was like, well, let me see what else I can make. And then I hit a wall with anything worsted or higher that I had sweaters worth of. So. Well, I don't think it's, it hasn't, I don't know. It hasn't been as popular of a yarn weight Mm-mm. in our, in, in our climate and our. Yeah. And I know I could technically like make the back in halves, but then I would have a seam up the back and that's, yeah. if I can avoid that, I like to. Yeah. So once I have access to 200 stitches, I can do sport DK weight, stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. My one concern about pulling my machine out is I thought I was missing some needles, but I think you used it. I did use okay. it a couple years ago, and it, okay. was, it was fine. Okay. All right, good. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know what my next knitting machine adventure will be, but it has been very <laughs> This is a wonderful haul. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I got. I mean, I finished three sweaters this month, right? I mean, you in a month you could do your um, my 2020. 12. I yeah. know <laughs> my twelve sweaters in 2020. Yep. Now yeah. it's 2021. <laughs> Okay, Anne, what did you finish? Um, I finished Sorrel. Woo! Let's have more applause about Woo-hoo. that. Um, and I finished the first carved. Yes. Oh, so I, I love made it. it in a minty green. It's not minty. Oh, it's, it's so a, pretty. It's like one of those Cinderella pumpkins. Yes, and which I have the cutest picture that I took at Sprouts. Okay, it's now my background. Uh, I love that sweater. Look at these pumpkins. Oh, I Aren't love those them. Pumpkins, beautiful. Yes. So go to Sprouts. I and love look at those. the green pumpkins. Just go look at the pumpkins. Yeah. Don't try and carve one. No, they, they are hard like, as rocks. Yeah, I, yeah, no. <laughs> they also smell like cucumbers beautiful. inside. Oh, are they really pumpkins or are they gourds? I don't know. They're not. I don't think they're. Gourds. I mean, all pumpkins are gourds, they're aren't they? Squashes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, so anyway, some, some her, okay. my carved is love it. A green pumpkin. How did you find that sweater? That pattern? I love that neck. Because I had some problems with the pattern. How did I find it? Yes. Oh, um, not like how did you? But like, how was it? <laughs> what like, did you think? Looked working at your it? finished project yeah, how, because you're how religious. How was it? <laughs> no, I won't tell people how I found it. Okay. You are religious about putting your things on Ravelry. Right? I have been not so much lately, but yes. At least at this period, I was able to because uh, I didn't remember what it was called. Uh, pumpkin sweater. <laughs> Katie's pumpkin sweater. So I went onto Katie's Ravelry. I found the pattern there. Um, eh, it's yeah. a basic raglan sweater. I added short rows to the neck back neckline because mm-hmm. i don't like that it's a yeah. like strangling straight across raglan and I, I i think that it's not very hard to integrate nor ask yeah. your knitters mm-hmm. to have short rows i don't like how i did my short rows mm-hmm. and i don't usually like this in because there are some popular designers who just throw in six rows in the back yeah and mm-hmm. see how like it's it's not black yet but see how it's kind of like lumpy mm. and when i put it on it's sort Grams of like a little hump. that way yeah, um, I oh, think yeah. this will block fine, but it occurred to me when I started my second one and Mirabella's that maybe I should do it in the ribbing. Oh, smart. And it sits up real nice and mm. it's not at all mm-hmm. lumpy. Mm-hmm. So I put six rows of short rows in all three of these now. Um, I had a very ugly off dye lot color. Can you guys see that I striped both my sleeves? No. Good. No. Because it it's like a freaking alarm light to me <laughs> oh i i can but see? i would not have yeah. if you ever pointed it out i Good. wouldn't have noticed okay but i I'm would have just thought it's just the lighting in the room yeah so very happy with my green cute but i can't stand it's a nice it length today. too 
I loved how my stripes turned out. So mm-hmm. I did exactly the same um, length body from my stripes sweater. Mm. Um, so I added short rows to the neckline. That was my main complaint is I did not like the neckline. I also found that the raglan line was really long. And I had to shorten mine significantly, but it might just have been mine's the size okay. that I made. Yeah, mine's okay. I'm, I liked out there. I was sort of re- reflecting today that it when I put it, because I did try it on. But when I really put it on in its full format, sleeves mm-hmm. on, everything, that I, I felt like it was a long yoke. Yeah. But I'm coming off a of sorrel, right, which, which is, is an really insanely long, long yoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't as flabbergasted or surprised, That's I good. guess. Um, I Something I liked in her chart is that when there's, since it's you're drawing a jack-o'-lantern face mm-hmm. with lace, there's long stretches of knits. I like that she told you yes, how, many how many stitches were there in that long column. I, I'd like to see more lace knitters yeah. do that. And I gave it as a tip to somebody today mm-hmm. who's just learning to read charts. I'm like, I just did this lace pattern, yeah. right? Knit 13 right here. You're going to like yeah, that. Yeah, I liked that because <laughs> then you don't have to go one, two, three, four, yeah. five. Yeah, I, I liked I liked that part. Mm-hmm. It's a, not a very like sophisticated, Nuanced, yeah. <laughs> which is good. I mean, I will wear this again on Pi Day. That's sure. Where I wear my Jack Lantern shirt, um, but I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, it's a sweater meant for one month's wear. That's why I have an orange <laughs> one that I have not worn because it was too hot, <laughs> and then I'm not gonna wear it any other time. Yeah. Even though people told me like, oh, you can wear it whenever. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, you're, and then all day because I wear my jack o' lantern one, um, like t-shirt on Pi Day, March 14th. For mm-hmm. people who write their dates differently than Americans do, um, <laughs> I uh, get comments of like you're in the wrong holiday. Or, yeah, all day. It's pie day, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. I've never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's okay. Um, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> Good. So I finished those two sweaters. I have a new craft, and I really feel oh. like this is a craft, <laughs> which I started following this girl on um, Instagram. So full credit to her inspiring. Um, I believe her name is Julie's Wreath Boutique. Oh, uh huh. This would have been my obsession had it not become my obsession. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a proper yeah. project. Yeah. Uh, Julie's Wreath Boutique. Um, she has very comprehensive um, YouTube videos. So if you can't join us for the class I'm planning, or I want to call it more of a workshop. I mean, I've definitely like developed my own techniques on the concept in the few that I've done. Um, but sh- her YouTube videos, watch them so she can get her ad revenue because her stuff is really well done and really mm-hmm. cute and really approachable. So here's my patriotic wreath. I cute. made this on Labor Day, went home promptly and put it on the, you know, on the door. Because mm-hmm. um, my husband insisted on putting a wreath hook, like a command strip one, in uh-huh. the middle of our beautiful brand new front door oh. when he installed oh. it last year. Right. Oh. And um, so it's on there forever. Well, no, it's a command strip. It could come oh, off. Still oh, there. okay. And then he put like a, a very sweet attempt at a wreath of rosemary on there because mm. <laughs> he really wanted a Christmas wreath. Um, I finished an autumn one that's yes. hanging on our door. Mm-hmm. And I had the thought that we would do like an Anna Capo where you just take it off yep. and put it on the other side. But that's a very tall yeah, door. I noticed that it's too. A, I'm like, is this a taller really door? Tall door. I had to like get guessed. a chair. Yeah, because I saw that too, and I thought, oh, that's cute. And I thought about putting it on the other side, no. and I was like, this must be a taller yeah, door. Yeah, you're right. Or maybe we have a longer <laughs> hook. I don't know. And then I finished um, this fun autumn one, 
Right. Cute. That's pretty. Um, a really fun little pre-made bo- uh, bouquet from Michaels as the center. So you have these gorgeous ribbons, and I am not like a wrap your Christmas present special yeah. kind of person. And I've always thought those are fun. I wonder what you could do with them. And so you can make these gorgeous wreaths. Yeah, that's fun. And I'm offering that as a class um, once in October and once in December. I've you heard can... from multiple people that they are excited about I, it. They're showing me their ribbon choices. Mm-hmm. Very oh, good. Yeah. Um, and you could do any season you want. Like, yeah. I'm really, it's become a sickness. <laughs> it really okay. has. But I think I'll stop when I hit, like, 12 or 13. You need one for Wait. every month. Yeah. 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 So. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Mirabella's tried it out. She made one for her room because I want to make sure it was like something I could share with someone and not just like, oh, it's all making sense in my head. You got to be able to teach it. (laughs) Um, So I have made five. I like the one you posted on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. that one, I'm so glad to hear that you like it because Mm -hmm. it was where all the purple glitter came from. (laughs) I really did try Mm -hmm. to erase all the purple glitter. And then I left a glitter bomb behind me. And I think that was just from leaving it on the table while I gathered my things up. Wow. Um, It was a lot of glitter. Yeah. (laughs) But there was more before. Okay. I believe you because there was glitter in the trash. So I I believe you. (laughs) um also i was trying to do a a public health announcement the joke about um one person's using glitter yes now how many people have glitter in their projects yeah um so that one is bigger it's 18 inch frame Mm -hmm. and it has a uh hot pink spider web a spider on a black spider web in the Mm -hmm. center Oh, that's fine i used like 10 different ribbons and tools and insane fun love it it was really fun i'm gonna make one for my door i finally figured out what you have one for your door no that one's temporary that's the christmas open so there's a really fun halloween one yeah i don't know if my my other friend katie if she listens but i finished and i was like there are a sports team that are these colors Mm. like it's not just for halloween but yeah sports Mm -hmm. team giants so I think I'm going to send that to her and surprise her with it. Cute. Because I, I already have my Halloween. Wreath. Yeah. How many Halloween wreaths do you need? Well, one for Two. every door. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess. like five doors in my house. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> every bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've got more wreaths in the works. You'll have to hear about them in the future when That's as I finish them. I love when we get a new craft. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. And it's truly crafty. Very crafty. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird for me to say and be happy about. No, crafts are fun. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I found the name of the pattern for the sweater. It's called Lillian, the Lillian Cardigan by Two of Wands. And it's a free pattern from her Adorable. website that I used for my uh, gold sweater that I'm wearing right now. Fabulous. Okay. Um, so today we are going to the bar. Or the Ooh. pub, however you, you know, whichever you'd prefer. Where's that kombucha? What are we drinking? Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> probably just water or tea, honestly. Fine. I do have a lot that I totally forgot to bring home. So um, we're going to the pub and or bar and we're doing trivia night. Woohoo! So Woo-hoo. Um, this comes from knittersreview.com and it is put together by Stephen and Penelope and Clara Parks from last year ah. as like a stay at home fun crafty thing. <laughs> so I'm giving each of you a clipboard. Awesome. With answer sheets on it. And if you've never played bar trivia before never. or pub trivia, basically we have, um, there's two rounds. I don't know if we're going to get through two, but we'll start with one and see how our time is working out. Um, each one of our quizzes 
So the first one you have there is for quiz one, um, is four, um, rounds. So there's five questions per round and, and needs a pen or a pencil or something. Um, team names, team names. So you would play in teams, but it's Anne versus Karen. And I also don't have a prize because I thought of this last minute, but Anne. you get bragging rights. My team name is Anne. <laughs> Um, I like to brag. This is, it seems fine. <laughs> so each round is five um, questions. So I'm going to ask you the questions. You're going to write down your answer. I'm not going to give the answers until we've gone through all five. And then you'll add up your points. So you guys can play at home. Exactly. So mm -hmm. that's the idea is if you want to play at home, um, it is four rounds with five questions per round. Um, and then I have a... Um, score sheet. You guys are in charge of telling me how many you get per round, and we'll see who wins. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Um, I did some research in finding like knitting trivia, yarn trivia, and a lot of it is super basic. <laughs> and it's like, what's the if it's a knit stitch? What's the other stitch in knitting? It's like, well, this really doesn't work for us. <laughs> but these are good questions. So okay. um, I trust the source. Exactly. Okay, um, let me grab my pencil here. Okay. So we are doing quiz one. Um, if you want to find this for yourself, um, it's from, I think I said, it's called the Knit, the Crafty Pub Quiz 2021 for Knitters and Crocheters. Um, okay. So round one is general knowledge. Okay. Question number one is what does SABLE mean? S-A-B-L-E. It stands for, what does it stand for? S-A-B-L-E. And don't tell me your answers. Just write them down. What does SABLE stand for? Yep. That's, I know. I was like, hmm. Was it an acronym? It's an acronym. Oh. And I'm watching the clock for, uh. I'm already erasing, erasing. I mean, I know SABLE, but what does it stand for? It's like, I'll give you a hint. It's like, um, like FO, WIP. It's one of those. Oh, I'm going to give you 10 more seconds. a lot of dead air i'm sorry but you also get to <laughs> to um play along at home so okay question number two how many issues of lane magazine have been published lane lane some of these might just be a guess but and also um it's at my discretion you know if someone gets closer or whatever i'll award points <laughs> as we go okay question number three which sixth generation family-run enterprise Dating back to 1829 makes knitting needles and accessories. Dating back to 1829. Okay, question four. What is the difference between felting and fulling? I need you to write it down because that way I know. I know it's, you know, could be a long explanation, but <clears throat> that way there's no cheating. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you like looking into my um, school history when I like to go last and like round the class? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can. It's, you know, just good uh, <laughs> test taking, right? Yeah. Um, I also know how each of you 
work. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask wait, you question wait, 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 five, wait. and then I'll give you a little bit of time to catch up. Um, question five is what does the I in I chord stand for? <laughs> I love this question. Yep. Okay, your time is up. So, we have five questions in round one. Question number one. What does Sable mean? Sable stands for stash, stash acquisition beyond life expectancy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can we go by words we got right? I want to hear your answers. Okay. Um, stash available, but less exciting. I like that. <laughs> okay. Mine has nothing to do with that, but it's funny. Stitch okay. and bitch loves everyone. <laughs> oh, I like that too. Um, I'm going to give a point to Anne because she got stash right, but you yeah. get a, an honorary, not real point. <laughs> I get a, a, I get smiley, a smiley face. face. Yeah. I put a smiley face yeah. next like, to that um, one. Um, See, and you're supposed to be keeping score for me. So. Yeah. A little um, goofy smile. It's like, whose line is it anyway? The points don't really mean anything, yeah. but we're keeping, we're keeping track. Um, there's supposed to be a winner. So. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, then there will be a winner. I already know it's not. There will yeah, be a winner. I'm not doing well this, this You might get surprised. Round. There yeah. have been nine issues of Lane Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not over a hundred. Oh, my God. Uh, it's been around a long time. I'm going to give no points for that one. Wait, wait only nine? Because it's like quarterly, I think. Yeah, only nine oh. issues. So it's not been around that long. Or maybe it's by, I wonder if it's by. By year. Annually. I mean, this Has is from 2020, from? so there may be more now, but. Oh, there might be 12 I now? I just thought that. I, that I don't know. I don't have that information <laughs> in front of me. I feel like that's t- Googleable. <laughs> so the whole time that we were at Anna Kappa, they didn't necessarily publish the whole time. Nope. Oh, yeah, well, I, I did not know that. Um, what sixth generation family run enterprise dating back to 1829 makes knitting needles and accessories? That would be Addie. <gasps> I got it. Wow. I thought it I was Susan one. Bates or Boy and I was trying to. I, oh, that was I doubted myself yeah. and thought. So I got that oh, point. Awesome. Well done. Um, the difference between felting and fulling. Felting uses raw unspun wool to create a felted object. And fulling is when you felt a previously knitted object. I'm assuming you probably I both got, got that. that. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what I started. That was my first job teaching at Anna Kappa. There you go. So, I mean, we both get a point. Yeah. Did I, but did, <laughs> I call it full, did I call it a fulling class? No, no you still call no, it. We still call I it. Call it I always explain every time I felt taught a felting yes. class was, yeah. this is really fulling, but you wouldn't understand what it is. Yeah. I called it that. I put fulling is knitting that is beaten to shrink. Felting is the same with just fiber. Great. So, What does the I and I chord stand for? Idiot. Idiot. I put insane. Uh, idiot. It's similar it's idiot. to Elizabeth Zimmerman. Yeah. So yeah. Idiot I chord. always yeah. like introduce almost... it to someone, make yeah. sure they're confident in it, and then and I then tell them it what it is. Yeah, so not like <laughs> an, any idiot can do this. Yeah. Okay, round one. What are your scores so far? Three. Three two. for Anne. Two for me. Two for Karen. Okay, round two. Crafty humans. Ah, horrible <laughs> names. Question number one. <laughs> Who is the queen of brioche? Oh, 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 who is the queen of her, I know her brioche? Name. I can't think of it. I know the name. <laughs> well, I'll give you a little bit of time afterwards to catch up. If yeah. You who designed the Nubian queen pullover and wore it to great acclaim at Vogue Knitting New York City in 2019? I did not know this, so I don't judge you if you also didn't know this. Wait, wait. Who... Who designed the Nubian Queen pullover and wore it to great acclaim at Vogue Knitting Live NYC in 2019? I don't know this pattern. Do we know if it's knitting or crochet? Um, It's Vogue Knitting Live, so I'm assuming it's a knit. 
but I don't know. It could be crochet still, though. Yeah. Because they do both. It, if you don't know, it's okay. In LA. Um, nope. Question number three. Ann Budd was the managing editor of what knitting magazine? <clears throat> Some of these are hard, and also I don't know. So if you also don't, it's fine. Um, question number four. Who hosts the Fruity Knitting podcast? I have not read. I have not listened to or watched this one, so I've heard of it. No. Nope. Okay. Question five. What famous knitter and wool advocate started the Knitter's Review? And bonus point. When was it launched? <gasps> oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I did this one. Okay. The trick got true right. We'll see. Round two. Two words. I can't think of the first name. The okay. queen of brioche is Nancy Marchant. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I, I, gave I, you did, time. I didn't write it down, so <laughs> okay. I'm not counting it. I got it. I got it. I, got I, knew it. You would get, I knew you would get it. Um, Sylvia Watts Cherry designed the Nubian Queen pullover. Okay. Her at is with cherries on top, too. I don't know her, but with I will look it up. cherries on top, too? Yep. All right. My guess was Jeffrey Stitch, who oh, is a that. very good crocheter. And number two or T-O-O? T-O-O. With cherries on top, too, at on Instagram. Sylvia Watts Cherry. I'm going to look that up because I don't know that sweater. Um, Ann Bud was the managing editor of Interweave Knits. Yep. Oh, I should have known that. I thought it was the That's Knitter's the other one I thought you'd get. Nope. Mm. I should have okay. known, but that was before my time. She wasn't the editor when I was there. When I was part, I wasn't there, but when yeah, I was when you got published. No, she a contributor. Was she was yeah. gone when she I was, was a contributor. That was so. early. Yeah. The hosts of the Fruity Knitting Podcast are Andrew and Andrea Doing. Okay. Mm. Doing. Okay. Great to know. Yeah. I don't know them. I don't listen to knitting podcasts as I make one right no, now. No. <laughs> Can I say number five? Number five. What famous knitter and wool advocate started the Knitter's Review? I'm going to say her name. Okay. And you can say. I, they think I know the year. Okay. Who did? No, you know what? You go for Who is it? Because now I'm feeling like, like lacking you, you probably You know it. Go for it, Karen. Go. Clara Parks. Yeah. And what year was this? 2005. 2000 even. Oh, okay. I fully missed that. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What is the name of Elizabeth Zimmerman's newsletter? The Schoolhouse Press. No, that's not the name of the newsletter, is it? Yeah. Yeah. The newsletter? That's the publishing it house. It was both. Oh, I don't okay. know, actually. Yeah, so I, I missed that. Oh, okay. Points for round two. Why, well, I got the two one point. And one for Karen? One for Karen. Great. Okay. Round three is called Anatomy of. Oh, okay. What is well. the name of the natural grease coating on a sheep's wool? What is the name of the natural grease coating on a sheep's wool? I really hope you're playing along at home, and if you do, please tell me if you beat Anne or Karen, because that's what I really want to know. Because <laughs> I also, I don't know what my score would be, so I don't know how I would fare. <laughs> um, it's fun to be the one who holds the answers, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's very, very fun. Question two. What does the superwash treatment eliminate or reduce on wool or animal fibers to reduce or eliminate felting and fulling? What does it eliminate? Is there a name for that particular? Mm -hmm. What does superwash treatment eliminate or reduce on wool? <clears throat> I wish I had Jeopardy music going in the background. That would Maybe be fun. You can add it. You can add it. It's probably copyright. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Question wait, wait, four. Wait, wait, wait. I'll give you time to catch up. Okay. Question four. In which type of yarn are the fibers more aligned and parallel to each other? Worsted or woolen? 
In what type of yarn are the fibers more That's aligned a... and parallel? Is it worsted or woolen yarn? That's a real good question. Spinners would know. Yeah. <clears throat> and question five. Which one of these fibers is not organic? Wait, I missed something. I'll go back and okay. fill in. Um, question five. Which of these fibers is not oh, wait, organic? Wait. No, you missed No, you missed number you missed four. <laughs> oh, I missed number three. I'm so sorry. I'm a terrible oh. host. Oh, no. Okay, so hold on. Okay. Question two was for superwash. Question four was woolen or worsted. So question three. Oh, that was number four. Hold on, I gotta erase number one. Okay, number three. If you know, I am impressed. What are the two types of fiber in an Icelandic sheep's fleece called? That is question three. What are the two types of fiber in an Icelandic sheep's fleece called? And question five. Which of these fibers is not organic? Modal, hemp, flax, silk, acetate, or nylon? Wait, wait. Say that again? Which of these fibers is not organic? Modal, hemp, flax, silk, acetate, or nylon? So there's more than one answer. Which one of these fibers? Oh. One of them is not organic. And I'll give you a second to catch up. Okay. Okay, round three answers are the name of the natural grease coating on a sheep's wool is called lanolin. Got it. Superwash treatment eliminates the scales on the fibers of the wool. I said barbed tips of each strand, so that's the... I think think that's technically right, too. I'll give it to you. Because the whole thing is is made of scales. It's only the tips of the scales that are... Otherwise, you wouldn't have any fiber. It eliminates or reduces the scales on the fibers. Okay. I'm Um, I'm taking that one. (laughs) I'm also, because I didn't phrase it exactly that way, but I do have keratin scales in the That's it. That's good. (laughs) There it is. Yeah. (laughs) I said the kink in the keratin scales. You said scales, so that's good. Okay. The two types of fiber in an Icelandic sheep's fleece are called the thel and the tog. (laughs) That's why I was like, I definitely did not get that. No, I put the down or guard guard hairs. Which I think what's her name, um, Mary, who's one of our, our students occasionally. She just went to Iceland and she brought back some gorgeous yarn mm-hmm. and like a color card of it all, uh-huh. and it wow. all explains it all. I bet that's in that color card. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> which I looked at and didn't absorb that knowledge. Thel T H E L and Tog T O G. I love. That's that. why I'm gonna take this home. I'm like, I got some googling to yeah. do. I don't know everything. Okay. This is fun. What type of yarn are worsted are fibers more aligned and parallel to each other? Worsted or woolen? My worsted. guess is worsted. Worsted. Alright. Because woolens are yep. well they're fuzzier. Yeah. Yep. Well <laughs> they're, they're more woolly. They're, they're like this. Whereas the worsted She's is a bunch. This is an <laughs> audio podcast. <laughs> um, she gripped her, her fists yes. together basically. Yeah. Um question five. Which of these fibers is not organic? It is nylon. Whoa! I don't know what acetate so acetate is. Acetate is a petroleum product. Right. Which I That's had not a second. Organic. It organic originally comes... was. Okay. No. Yeah. Organic it right comes now. from plant fiber, no. not from animal. If we're talking, what are you talking about? Organic? You're organic. It's a semi. Uh... Whoa. It's a semi-synthetic polymer, also known as cellulose acetate. Cellulose oh, fiber is made from wood plants. pulp. 
All right. Oh, cool. that fooled okay. me. Like so. Modal, which is organic. Yeah. Trick question. We'll see. Stuff. I knew trick Modal was, that was a trick question. Yeah. Trick question because nylon. No, nylon is yeah, what do you nylon. Know, what's your defense well, for I was nylon? like, nylon I was sure plastic? it was acetate, and I was like, so what is nylon made out of yeah. if it's the natural fiber? Well, so, wait, well, wait, wait. Yeah, that's right. Nylon is like basically plastic because we talk about polyamide. Yeah. And certain things are some like, like when we talk about bamboo mm-hmm. yarn, bamboo yarn is basically extra. It's yeah. mo- it's it's made in the same way as nylon in that it takes like a plant, the pulp of the center bamboo co- comes. Nylon is not an extruded fiber. It's not extruded. It's the it's the fake fiber. That's the it's non-organic. It is man-made. No, I know it's man-made, but what I'm saying is in the same process that they extrude. Um, bamboo is also an extruded fiber, mm-hmm. like which modal and mm-hmm. yeah, um, and what are some of the other ones? Uh, of, it's a thermal tensile, plastic tensile. Made That's of the other word. Petroleum. Nylon is. Oh, so then I can been... make the argument that it is a natural. <laughs> I mean, it's like originally, dead right? <laughs> originally. Okay, round number four is. Oh, we got the scores. Oh yeah, oh. give me your scores. Round three. Three, three for Anne. Three for Karen. Three for Anne. Three for Karen. Great. Same three. <laughs> um, do we want to catch up as far as like how you guys are doing as we go into the final sure, round? Sure, sure, sure. Oh, Anne yeah. has eight points. Karen has six points. Yep. So you can you can come from behind, Karen. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Round four is called Around the World. What style of crochet hook keeps live stitches on an elongated <laughs> crochet hook or circular loop? Dang it. I shouldn't, be sh- I shouldn't share crochet. so much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like she wouldn't know. <laughs> like like yeah. I could never keep it. Keep it. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> what craft whose earliest examples are found in Israel and Denmark? Let me finish the question, Anne. <laughs> I know. Was a predecessor to knitting and crochet uses a single needle to make fabric from pieces of string. Yeah, I could have answered when I was I ready. know. I know you <laughs> could have. <laughs> Say that again. The craft whose earliest examples are found in Israel and Denmark was a predecessor to knitting and crochet, which uses a single needle to make fabric from pieces of string. What is it called? Oh, and I can see... Question number three. What is the Irish word for a jumper or pullover sweater? What is the Irish word for a jumper or pullover? I thought jumper was the jumper. Yeah. Guess the, that's the in Irish. British in, term. Oh, in Irish. In, did I you, guess Gaelic, right? Did, did you did you encounter a lot of these when you went there? Yeah, I did. This is in I'm assuming Gaelic, but there's an like an English version of this word that you know. The Irish word for a jumper or pullover. Question 4. In what country did the adorable doll-like Valet Blackano sheep originate? Say that what? In what country did the adorable doll-like Valet V-A-L-A-I-S Blacknose sheep originate? Where did they come from? <sighs> They're the really, really cute ones that look like stuffed animals. And they've got, I think, like little black ears and little black noses. Well, obviously black nose sheep. <laughs> and question five. What is the U.S. equivalent crochet term for a U.K. half treble? What is the U.S. equivalent term for a U.K. half treble? I'm going to pause and let you guys catch up, and I will reread any answers 
or questions, not answers, um, <laughs> that you need. Okay, Anne and Karen have finished their answers for round four. Question one, what style of crochet keeps live stitches on an elongated crochet hook? That would be Tunisian crochet. Tunisian. The thing right in front of me in my lap. Right yep. <laughs> I liked that one. So I got one. The craft whose earliest samples are found in Israel and Denmark is called null binding. Yes. I, I, was, I knew that's it. I that's was like, yes, that is it. I said something binding. Yep. I almost said fall bending. Or, I'm like, or it's probably right. null bending. It's not. That's one of those things yeah. that I want to learn how to do. Somebody was doing it. I and it's not say it's it was, not like it's unaccessible. Like you can no. buy the tools, you can watch the YouTube videos. I just yep. haven't done it. And it was supposed to be like like the really fancy thing. It's like, mm. oh, your wife knit your mittens. I'm oh. sorry. I have these beautiful null bended mittens. <laughs> <laughs> null bound? Sure. <laughs> the Irish word for a jumper or pullover is the Gansey. Oh, or Guernsey. Oh. oh, yeah, I have seen that it's word. It's G E A N S A I would be the Irish Gansey. G E A N S A I. G Gansey. I didn't realize that was a word for sweater. Yeah, I thought Guernsey. it was like a style of a pullover. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like the knitted, mm-hmm. like the cabling. Yeah, the like text. a. As that, in I think gir- that's like a fisherman's girl. As in yeah. Gansey. Yeah. As in the Guernsey potato peel pie and book. Um, yeah, well, that's a place. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, same not thing. Not far off. Well, Fair Isle sweaters are a place. Yeah, Fair Isle. <laughs> the country that the adorable doll like valet, black nosed sheep, originated in was Switzerland. Ah, oh. uh, did you put Actually, France? Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad like, guess. It's a French word. No, it's a French no, word. It's a new word. Well, Switzerland. Switzerland word. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's they speak half German and. As soon as French. I saw it spelled, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a French spelling. But yeah, it's also Swiss spelling. So there. Um, the U.S. equivalent crochet term for a U.K. half trouble is a half double. Yep. Woo! Yep. I got two, and I did not change my my status. <laughs> I got three. Three. Okay. Well, Anne won that one. Woo! Um. So that would be nine, ten, eleven for Anne, and three, four, five, six, seven, eight for Karen. Do you want to do the second one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This would be. Ding, page two. There are two of these quizzes um, available. So if you wanted to, we're uh, gonna go oh, to I number see. two. Same categories, different questions. There's one different category. Oh, got gauge. Oh, got gauge. gauge. (laughs) Round one is still general knowledge. So, question number one. Where does the merino originate? Where are merino sheep from? What well-known car brand started out as a weaving loom manufacturer? Well-known Started out as a weaving loom manufacturer. I did not know this. Hmm. What well-known car brand started as a weaving loom manufacturer? Question number three. Name two types of sheep whose name ends in Dale. D-A-L-E. <laughs> You've heard of these. Yeah. Do I, do I have one. to do both of them or just one of them? Two sheep whose name ends in Dale. I have four on my list. Whoa. Oh, they're also the name of cheese. One of them I thought was a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of what that is, but I love that you both. I, I know it's a type of cheese. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of uh, Wallace and Gromit. 
<laughs> now I like why can't I think of the kind of cheese that sounds like a sheep? <laughs> um, question number four. When was the first commercial sheep shearing machine invented? If you get I'll give it to whoever's closer. What year was the first commercial sheep shearing machinery invented? And if you could tell me by who <laughs> he's got a good name, but if oh. you could tell me by who you'll get a bonus point. And question number five. Which design has the most projects on Ravelry as of 2020? What design of all patterns, free, paid, crochet, knit, what has the most projects wow. on Ravelry? Wow. <laughs> okay, here we go. Question number one. Where does the Merino originate? Spain. Spain. Or a Moorish import to Spain, but Spain's in Spain, formerly on the plain. On the merino sheep. (laughs) What well-known car brand started out as a weaving loom manufacturer? That would be Toyota. (gasps) I got it. Good job. Wow. Good job. (laughs) Pure guess. Yeah. Right. Absolute pure guess. (laughs) It's like Nintendo started out as like a playing card company in like the 1800s. It's it's like one of those. Yeah. Um. Two sheep whose name ends in Dale. I'll give you a point for whichever one you can get. Okay, I got Corey Dale. Corey Dale. I got that. And? Wensleydale. A Wensleydale. There's also a Swaldale and a Borderdale. I get one point. She gets two points, She gets two. Nice. Yep. The first commercial sheep shearing machine was invented (laughs) in 1877. Who's closer? 1835. You were closer. I got 1820. Um, by Frederick York Woolsey. <laughs> Woolsey. Duh. Duh. Woolsey. Still. Woolsey. <laughs> what was that again? 18... 1877. All right. I want to oh, look huh. that up. Who knew? That's super cool. I knew it had to be like Industrial Revolution. Yeah. The design with the most projects on Ravelry is the Hitchhiker Mar- whoop, Martina Bam. We were just talking about her. <laughs> And I had just recommended that to somebody I else, and yep. I completely forgot. I'm like, I know. I, I, That's funny because we. I mean, I was also thinking about. Oh, Karen just asked me yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, points for round one. So I didn't. Four. think I didn't think Four. I was giving you a hint because I was pretty sure you knew it already. Mm-hmm. Karen, points for round one. Four because Ooh-hoo. I got two. Ooh, I got the bonus. Wrong with a tie. Bonus prizes. Okay, round two is called <laughs> Crafty Humans. Who founded BIPOC in fiber? Who founded it? Who founded it? There's a fly on my microphone. Go away, fly. Who founded BIPOC in Fiber? Name of a company? It's a person. Yes, BIPOC in Fiber is a company or a uh, organization, I guess. Well, can we like name the person by name the person who founded it? What think- American-born artist and designer was made an honorary member? Of the most excellent order of the British Empire. Say it all again. What American-born artist and designer was made an honorary member of the most excellent order of the British Empire? He's an honorary member because he's American. He's a very well-known artist. Not designer? Artist and designer. Oh. That we would all know. I didn't actually know that he was American, but now hmm. I do. Oh. oh, oh, they they are American. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, boy, a man or a woman. Um, number three, which Mean Girls actor is also an avid knitter and crocheter? 
Oh man, I see her face and her adorable. You can't tell me that girl eyes. from Mean Girls because I know. <laughs> Can I quote a line from Mean Girls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no her name. I only know the name of the one actress, and I don't think I it's her. Her like her, mm-hmm. and it's her. Okay, then it's not the one. It's name. not the one I like, think. Well, what Mean Girls actors in it are in crochet? Or that's question number three. Question number four. What style of knitting is Nancy Bush famous for? We should know this. We all should know this. What style of knitting is Nancy Bush known for? No. No. (laughs) These are very hard. Style of knitting that she is known for. Both lace and stranded versions of this style of knitting. Oh... Nancy Bush, the designer. Nancy Bush. Not the, pre- not the <laughs> former Kersley. No, she's known for other things, but not for being... Cr- she's known for being crafty in other ways. Okay. Um. Well, I'll let you catch up in a sec. Who are the founders of Ravelry? That is question number five. Who are the founders of Ravelry? Okay. Okay. Round two, Crafty Humans. This was a struggle round, I think. Yeah, this was Aye. hard. The founder of BIPOC in Fiber was Jeanette Sloan. Ah! I was going to write her, her name. I was totally going to write her name. Well, but I didn't, have. so... I was not. I was thinking of other leaders, but not I. Her. She's the one I, that came to mind. Mm. Should have written it down. But I, her face did... But oh, not her name. I, I'm yeah, horrible yeah, with names. What American-born artist and designer was made an honorary member of the most excellent order of the British Empire? That would be Kay Facet. Oh, I thought maybe he gave you a local. I even gave you a local. I've been to his house. I guess I didn't know that he was American. He grew up in Ojai. No, he grew up in Big Sur. Oh, but he has some connection to Ojai, probably. The Mean Girls actor who is also a knitter and crochet. Wait, 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 wait. This is, you're going to kick yourself. And Amanda Siegfried. That's what you, sh- you were going to say. You got Amanda Seyfried. She, you got it. Karen gets a point. Can I but have no. anything for getting Mingy? No, you no, get no, a half no. point. No. <laughs> I only got it because I knew she said Amanda, so she should get the point too. Okay. Andy's I know it's point. not going to, it's not going to help me, but. Karen cheated off that point. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> Seyfried. I got the last name. But like I could picture her. You said Siegfried. And there's a Seyfried. It's, it's most, most of the letters are <laughs> okay, the same. Okay, Wilmoth. <laughs> Which is your last name. Yeah, right? I was like, <laughs> um, just a weird pronunciation. The style of knitting that Nancy Bush, not the former first lady, is known for is Estonian knitting. Oh, oh not mitered. Because oh, yeah. I knew that was somebody else. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Didn't she come to Anna Kappa Yeah, she did. Yep. She taught a class on Estonian lace knitting. Duh. Yep. You're right. With the noops. With the noops. With the noops. Yep. She was noops. I liked her. Yep. Oh, the founders I'm, I'm sorry, of Ravelry Nancy. are... Jessica and Cassidy Forbes. Cassidy. I had Casey, not Cassidy, but I did get Jessica. Well, you get one name. point. So I get one point. That's her dead name. That was two points um, available for that one, so we'll give you one for Jessica. <clears throat> okay, round two. How many points did you get? One! Woohoo! I Karen? got two. Right. in the lead. Yeah. Going into round three. <clears throat> this is called Got Gauge. Oof. What of the time. is the EPS and what is it used for? What is the EPS and what is it used for? 
I'll give you time after to write it all out if you want, because we're going to move on. Question number two. What is a U.S. hook size H in millimeters? <clears throat> Question number three. This is a word problem. Not really. Your pattern <laughs> gauge is 27 over 4. Your swatch with a size 3 ended up with 25 over 4. Are you a loose or a tight knitter? Should you use a smaller or a larger needle and swatch to try and get gauge? There are two points available for that one. Number one, are you tight or loose? Number two, smaller or larger needle? <clears throat> Your pattern gauge is 27 and you got 25. Okay. Number four. If your gauge is 22 stitches over 4 inches and you cast on 308 stitches, how many centimeters have you cast okay, wait, on? Start over, please. If your gauge is 22 stitches over 4 inches or 10 centimeters, how many centimeters have you cast on? I'm sorry. What was my cast on? 308 stitches. 8. 22 stitches per 10 centimeters. You cast on 308. How many centimeters have you cast on? I'm not going to let you use your phone calculator, no, no, but I'll no. give you time we'll to do it. that. Yeah. Well, that will come back to you. And question five. Is row gauge typically higher or lower than stitch gauge? A higher or lower row, number? Row wait, wait, wait. Gauge. Say that. Is row gauge higher, typically a higher or lower number than stitch gauge? And I'm going to pause to let you guys catch up. And do math. Yeah, do your math. <laughs> okay. Okay, round three. The EPS is stands for Elizabeth's Percentage System. Oh. I know that. I know you know that. Oh, darn God it. bless it. What'd you write? <laughs> <laughs> Blank per stitch. Oh. And it's used to measure the elasticity of yarn. <laughs> the EPS I, is Elizabeth's per, uh, percentage, percentage System. I totally want to teach oh. that as a class, and I have like a very skeletal Evolutions per second to measure twist and spun yarn. Oh. It sounds good. Right? That would be revolutions. Evolution. Evolution. <laughs> How many it times did it that change? Is where I think, that's where I was too. It's like per the second. twist. Yeah. It's a stretch oh, of the yarn. Elizabeth it's a, it's percentage It's a calculation for it. sizing garments based on gauge and desired body circumference. And you've taught it. I haven't but, taught it, but I want to teach it. But you know how they could because yeah. you were you so taught I have Elizabeth like a whole, classes. Um, like I have a skeleton of a worksheet ready to do that, which I forgot about. Thank you. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's a great start the new year class. Yeah. A U.S. hook size H is a five millimeter. Yeah. Got it. <clears throat> Your pattern gauge is 27 over four and you got 25 over four, which means you wear a loose knitter. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you should try a smaller, smaller needle. needle. So there's That's two points. Two points. Two points. <laughs> got that one. This one I'm confused about because I also did the math and came up with a different answer than what the answer given here is. So. Your gauge is 22 stitches over 4 inches, and you cast on 308 stitches. How many centimeters have you cast on? 140 centimeters. Karen, what did you get? I had 35 centimeters. The pa <laughs> the answer says 70. But if I... I see where I went wrong, though. If it's 308, so. you would divide that by 22. Yeah. And the answer is 14. Yes. yes. 
So that's 14. Times 10. Yeah, the answer is 140. Wrong. Yeah, it's 140. 140. That's wrong. Yeah, and you get the point because I think that they are wrong. Yeah. Yeah, my that's prob- how I did my math too. Steven, Penelope, and Clara, please. And I showed my work. That's great. I showed my work, <laughs> but the problem was I labeled it wrong. I put 14 I, inches, and then I thought, how many oh, sets of oh. 10 centimeters do I have in 14? And that's how it got 35. It's been a uh, long so. time since I've been in a math class, so. Be, you, mean, you and, and me I, both. <laughs> I labeled wrong. That's okay. So, um, row gauge is typically higher number yep. than stitch gauge. Oh, I totally failed that. Uh oh, what? Because <laughs> I was thinking about how they're short and squat. Oh, lower. Yeah, short. The stitches are lower. Yeah. Okay, points for round three. Four. Four points for. I think, we're, I think we're tied now. Four points for Anne overall. Hey, no, you are ahead by one point. Yeah, from the first going ahead, you did better in the second round. Yeah, ah, significantly. One better. point ahead, going into round four, <clears throat> around the world. But it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game. Question number one: What style of knitting uses a pin to tension the yarn? What style of knitting uses a pin to tension the yarn? Anna's thinking there's smoke coming out of her ears. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I know we're not getting a lot of knitting done. In this yeah, no, geez. we're doing homework. I know this one. <clears throat> Question number two. What country has the most Ravelry users per capita? Oh. <clears throat> what country has the most Ravelry members per capita? I could be wrong, though. Mm. Per capita, not in general. Per capita, I think I still feel confident. Me too. What? Uh, Question three. It's like Luxembourg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh damn! Not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Question three. Where will you find the highest number of sheep per human inhabitants? Luxembourg. (laughs) (laughs) The highest number of sheep per human. What? Where? Not what country, but where will you find? Where? It doesn't say where? what country. It says where. All right, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like where? Like in the field? <laughs> no, it's a place. Oh, it, it's a, place. <laughs> a field is a place. It's a specific place. Because <laughs> oh, there's always more. There's it, always more sheep than a shepherd's like country. No, look, there's but... always more sheep than shepherds. Can you tell us on. if it is or is not a country? Is the I think it's an area of a country. It's a specific place, but it's not its own country. Oh, it's not its own country? I'm going to double check because I could be dumb, but I don't think it's its own country. Okay, no, I, that's fine. That was a good enough clue. Oh. Oh. I think. Let me double check. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Googling didn't help me really quickly, but I don't think it's its own country. Okay. Um, number four. The capital of Shetland. What is the capital of Shetland? Is Shetland the answer to the previous question? No, it is not. <laughs> Shetland what? Is not the okay, now I gotta change number three. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is the capital of Shetland? What is the capital of Shetland? Oh, 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 wait. I know what. Oh, okay. Question number three. It is a British territory. Yeah. Okay, and now that but you is it everything? Me, and now you told me it's not Shetland. I could change it, and I got my second answer. Thank <laughs> okay. you. There's a freebie. Damn it! I could have pulled ahead. Okay, number four. Question. Number four. Um, the tell capital me of Shetland. What is it? Number five. 
What is the UK equivalent term for a US treble crochet? The UK equivalent crochet term for a US treble crochet. <laughs> and is erasing. I was going the wrong direction. I thought you might be. That's why I reset <laughs> the answer. Okay, round four around the world. What style of knitting uses a pin to tension the yarn? Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, Karen has one. Mm, yeah, oh. I, I said pin lace. Oh. A pin. Yeah. I, at first I thought about that, but then I thought, oh, but it's knitting. So. Yep. Because yeah, I also. Crochet thing. Yeah. Pin lace. Okay, anyways. Question number two What country has the most Ravelry users per capita? USA. Iceland. What? 346 Ravelers per 10,000 people. Wow. Ironically, not my uh, not my second or third answer, but my first answer for number three was Iceland. Oh, but well, well, for number three, for number three, yeah. for number three, the <laughs> most Ravelry members per capita is Iceland. Who wow, knew? who knew? Well, they do have a lot of sheep. Yeah, they have a lot of wool. They don't have what? the most sheep, though. No. no. Question number three. Oh, sorry. They have a lot of. They have a lot of sheep and a lot of uh, long winters. What else are they gonna yeah, do? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the highest number of sheep per human inhabitants. Faroe Islands? The Falkland Islands. Oh. Uh, it starts with F. <laughs> that would be 153 sheep per one person as of 2018. I don't know wow. if that number is different now. The Falklands. Where the is... The Falkland Islands. That's down in, off of Argentina, isn't yep. it? Wow. Okay. In the Southwest Atlantic Ocean. There you go. Would not have ever gotten that. Yeah. The capital of Shetland is it's Shetland is Lerwick. <laughs> oh yes, of course. Oh my god, you knew that. It was right on the tip you of my that. tongue. Yeah, yeah, no. In the well, US, I got one so no, far. I've only the got UK one. UK equivalent crochet term for a US treble crochet is a double treble, double treble crochet. I almost wrote that. I got one it. point, and I got one point. One point. One Whoa. point. Okay, right. Karen wins. 10 to... It is 4, 10 to 11. Wow. So, and one round one, Karen ran round two. Good job, Very guys. Nice. Very oh, nice. What did we learn here That today? was a lot harder. That, I know, it was hard. That I need to sharpen my knitting trivia game. Yeah. And everyone around me is going to suffer that. I need more math. If they come out with another one of these, um, we're playing this again, but I want somebody else to be the leader. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, play. yeah. I need to study people. Yeah, but I don't. I'm bad at remembering you know, people's names. Yeah, God bless all these wonderful people who were mentioned. But sorry, yeah. But <laughs> BIPOC and fiber. I should have known that. Um. Okay. Well, that is what Jeanette I have. Sloan. I'm richer for knowing that one. Yes. yes. And I want to look up the Nubian queen pullover because it had such great acclaim at Vogue Knitting Live. I don't yeah. even know it. But yeah, it was like names. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. If you played along at home, please, please tell us what your score was. Um. For the official record um, for quiz number one, Anne had 11, Karen had eight. And for quiz number two, Anne had 10 and Karen had 11. And again, you can find this um, by Googling crafty pub quiz from um, Knitter's Review. So um, I think that was fun. That yeah. was fun. That yeah. was a good one. Um, well, that's it for us tonight. And uh, Obsession? Oh, yeah. Anybody? No, that's not it for us tonight. Yeah. What are we obsessed with, guys? Karen? Do you have one? Horror books now. I am not just <laughs> not just horror books, but I'm now told I'm looking up sla I can follow the site slasher one oh one. It's a dot com. It's a great site with all kinds of trivia and knowledge mm -hmm. about the whole because it, because the book we're reading 
has references movies. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking up those movies and they reference other things. Yep. So there's like this whole world of of community of horror picks fans. Very oh, nice. Yeah. Younger Very me nice. couldn't have handled it. Younger me <laughs> Younger me didn't go into the water when someone told me there were freshwater sharks at a lake. But older me loves horror. <laughs> you mean there's not? There can be. <laughs> She doesn't like it when I answer that story with that, but there can be. <laughs> okay, not enough to come bite you on the ankle. I also don't think it's they a North could. American kind of shark, too. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, That's, that seems like Australia if, to me. I think it might be, but they do. They swim up rivers and they're fine in brackish water, whatever they are, whatever kind of shark it is. Um, my obsession has been mentioned, which is wreath making. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I am pretty obsessed with is um, <clears throat> the show Midnight Mass on oh Netflix. Oh my gosh, James won't stop talking about it. Uh, can I sit with him? Because yes, he would I, love to have somebody I'm to dying talk about. to like, okay, talk okay, about I it. I saw oh, that, um, and I, I was going to start watching member, it. Not members, but one of our usuals who also mentioned okay, it, so good, I'll tell you. It's, flipping, it's on my list to watch, so, it's so good. you and I'll have a lot of It's very Catholic. Like, it's yes. written by a Catholic. Oh, okay. It's Oops, like, because, I mean, when people get mass wrong at, in Hollywood, it's, it's like, how, it's, it's like a script. Yeah. Like, it is a script. <laughs> Like, how do you get it wrong? And it's very accessible. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just go like to you're anywhere. You're not even trying if you get it wrong. But it's really good. There are some aspects where I'm like, oh, you're reaching. That's not super like a really Catholic ideal. It's something that like ref- mm-hmm. separates Catholics from other Christians. But anyway, it's so good. Yeah. James has been nonstop oh, talking about how much he loved it. It's so. really good. Really good. Good. Really good. I, I think I want to watch it again. But then there were some really powerful parts. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't know if I can revisit yet mm. interesting yeah it was really good um mm. my obsession is a band Ooh. i don't listen to a lot of new music no so when because I... what we had when we were young is the best well not even <laughs> when i was young because i was not alive when led zeppelin was oh, <laughs> i mean i guess some of them are still around but anyways um so my current obsession is a band called greta van fleet if oh, you do not yeah. know them yeah yeah they are youths they are <laughs> i feel so old <laughs> because they're Something. like i think the youngest one so it's three brothers and a friend who's the drummer from michigan i know everything about them because i'm lit like legitimately obsessed they're adorable they're so cute um Aww. josh jake sam danny um sam is the youngest he's the bassist um keyboardist and i think he's 21 maybe oh. 22 now so they're like youths but they're incredible and i love classic rock like um like i mentioned um led zeppelin and they are very often compared to led zeppelin because josh the lead singer his voice sounds almost identical to robert plant okay um so if you're a fan you will like them but at the same time, a lot of people are like, well, they're just copying. But they're very talented in their own right. They have three albums. The most recent one was released in March of this year. It's called Battle at the Garden's Gate, and it is so good. <laughs> um, if you like classic rock, especially their new stuff, is a little bit more like prog rock. Like, if you like Rush, you'll oh, like yeah. them. Yeah. They are so good. And they're playing at the Greek in L.A., I want to go so bad, so bad in the end of October. But tickets are like 
300 bucks for nosebleeds. Oh, wow. And I cannot convince James to let me spend the wow. money. Because they're like really super popular, right? Like right now. They got really popular this year. Um, they kind I of these blew up. baby yeah. children are commanding so $300 saw, for her nosebleeds. Yes. Oh, so 100%. Right on. Right I saw on, an children. interview where they asked Robert Plant. Yeah, how what, he felt about them. And he was not very complimentary. Oh, yes, Ooh. he was. Okay, I must have... Maybe I saw a different take on it. He said that uh, that the lead singer, his voice sounds very familiar, which it does, but he said that he was very talented. It was like a 30-second clip of him being like, yeah, I've heard of him, but not <laughs> oh, like, okay. I don't know. I don't okay, so the one I saw was edited. <laughs> so all they got was, yeah, I heard of him. And no, so it gives it a very different Yeah, he's not interview. like, oh my gosh, they're incredible, but he approved, yeah. which is pretty good. Um and that might be why the tickets are so high because they're they've got Robert Plant sample. It's one of those things that like they are really a lot good. of young people really like them right now, but at the same time their dads also really do because they sound like <laughs> um, music from older generations. I've heard that a lot. Um, legitimately obsessed. I've listened to literally nothing else for the last month. <laughs> Any music I've listened to it has been Greta. If you've heard me in my office singing, it's because that's what i've been listening to i haven't I have. listened to and a single episode of a podcast wow. in a, so like happy. a month because Whoa. this is all i listen to. wow that wow. is an obsession because yes i'm sorry but you I'm, don't give up podcasts no i'm legitimately obsessed so it's getting in the way of your book it, it, i have not started it. my book yet no. because i've been listening yeah. to greta that's okay um I will. i'm glad for you i will you know i'm it's been a while since i've been excited about something like yeah. that so i'm really into it what's it simon and garfunkel paul simon mm-hmm. like i think last year or in the recent years he um i think he wrote a memoir mm-hmm. where he was doing something retrospective of his life's work and he looks back at his whole like catalog of because he's a very mm-hmm. talented mm-hmm. dynamic performer sure. right um and he looks back at the stuff he made at that age, and uh-huh. that is his favorite work. That's I mean, there's which was an interesting thing to think about that like, oh, you make your best stuff in your early twenties, right. and that's long gone. But also like to give to props, you, like yeah. just because you're young doesn't mean you don't have that like artistic right. um, mm-hmm. gravitas. Because I think there's a lot of like ageism in the music industry, like oh, reverse yeah. ageism, because yeah. it's like. Oh, you little they child. haven't earned their chops or whatever yeah. yet, but they are extremely talented. So, but when you're young, you have the energy exactly. to, and drive yeah. that you don't necessarily have when you're older. If you so... want a great introduction, go on YouTube. Um, <laughs> my favorite song of theirs is called "Heat Above," Check and their live performance on Jimmy Kimmel of that song is so good. <laughs> so that's the one I would recommend that you watch. Um, but that's it. All right. Well, thank you. That you're sounds welcome. fun um okay now we're done so uh meet us in a couple weeks for our book club and what is the name of our book my heart is a chainsaw my heart is a chainsaw by stephen graham no stephen jones graham stephen jones graham that sounds yes. right yeah. yeah uh it was it, it's good no it's, we won't talk about it just yet yeah no that's, we have that's i a, have that's to listen to it literally another story yes yep <laughs> okay um and new classes are out as of right now so go check them out oh, and no. if you're you were right stephen graham jones Oh. Well, the three, if you were to Google them in the other order, it would still get it. it. Yeah. would have got there. Yeah. Um, if you're quick on the draw and listening to this when this comes out, you can get 20% off of new class signups. Um, the first two days of the, yeah. If you go to, if you have our newsletter, there's a coupon code in there. You can grab that and sign up for some classes. Get a little discount. If not, you can still check out those great classes. Um, and I think that's it. Good time. So see you next time.
Happy, yeah. happy October. Yeah. Happy October. <laughs> <laughs>